What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the first ever episode six of the Aussie Lag Games cast. I am joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, the co-host with the most, Jack Gibbs. <laughs> How are you doing, my brother? Very What's kind. going on? I'm very well, thank you very much, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. I'm doing better now. Been yeah. looking forward to this all week. <laughs> crazy, crazy world we're living in at the moment. Yeah, it's been one hell of a week, man. One hell of a yeah, week. Crazy. Yeah. Insane. Lucky video games are there to get us through. Thank God for video games. I 100% agree. Not much news, though, this week for video games, although we did get the uh, limited run press conference thing, so that's pretty cool. That was yeah, sort well, of like the first one for the month, so... So, tell, me, tell me about that. I'm not too looped in here. Like, are they announcing, like, what they're going to be releasing in the next whatever time frame sort of thing? Is that the go? So, yeah, basically they announce what uh, games they're going to be dropping for the next year and a lot of the times Righto. it's stuff that like you know might eventually get pushed but yeah they announced the whole slate of stuff um, the, coming out what's got you most excited what's the highlights uh, well I did a prediction video and surprisingly enough my prediction for the thing that I thought would never happen and I thought it was the craziest thing ever uh, actually happened they're, they're actually doing a Game Boy game Ooh. so they're doing a repro of a Game Boy Color game called uh, Shantae. You heard of Shantae before? No, I can't say I have. So Shantae is like a, a game by Way Forward. It was one of their first games. It was a game that came back all the came back out, oh shit, really long time ago. It, it was uh, sort of a hidden gem because it was kind of forgotten. It came out right at the end of the Game Boy Color's lifespan. So like there weren't that many printed. So these carts go for upwards of like 500 bucks. So... The upside, is, the upside is now I don't have to pay $500 for one. I can just buy one from Limited Run. But yep. they're also doing it on Switch as well, so that was good. Um, yeah, Shantae was a good one. And Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2, they're doing that. They're doing uh, Star Wars Episode One Race that goes live this week for Switch. That'll be good. There's the Mummy Demastered. That was another one I wanted. Uh, Ease Origins for Switch. They're doing that this week. Uh, a lot. But the one, the big one, this is this is the one that I haven't actually spoken to Jordan about, but I but I'm meaning to is we got an like they had three massive titles. They're like, oh, we got three massive titles that people aren't going to believe. I think we only found out about two of them. One of them was Shantae, um, and the other was they're doing a Castlevania collection. So all the old Castlevania games right. on cart for Nintendo Switch and PS4, and they're doing the Samurai Jack game. I lost my fucking shit. <laughs> I love Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack is amazing. And I was like, well, I was shocked we were even getting a video game. And I was, and I said to Jordan, I said, that's going to be a download game that we're just not going to ever get to own. And it didn't even cross my mind or anything thinking that that would even be a thing. Um, so I was very excited when that one happened. I, I kind of lost my shit on that one. Um, yeah, and then they announced a whole bunch of other stuff that they're doing for different companies. So, like, distribution. They've done a lot of distribution lately for companies that can't put their games in stores. So, that's interesting. Really good. That's cool. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. So you I would stay up till 3 a.m., but it was, it was worth oh, it. Like every good conference in this country. Oh, of course. If it ain't at 3 a.m., was it fucking worth watching? Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I um, What time is the Ubisoft one? That's on Monday, is it? That is on Monday at 5am our time. 5am, okay. I think. Yeah, I think it's 5am. Or maybe I sent a post, maybe it's a stupid IGM post where it's like, starts at 5am and then you get up at 5am and oh then an hour pre-show just to fuck with you. 
Not that the pre-shows are bad, but when it's three fucking a.m. in the morning, yeah. tell me, tell me it right. Like, tell me it right. Like exactly. Like if you are like, I'm getting up in a different country, motherfucker. If yeah. you, at least warn me that I'm gonna have to sit there and listen to you for an hour. Go. What do you think they're gonna announce? Oh. Probably stuff we already know. I don't need to sit here for an hour and listen to you talk about Watchdogs. No. We know Watchdogs is coming. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it's good hype, but yeah, like you want to sort of, you know, if the, if the press conference is at 4 a.m., you want to get up at 3.50, go to the bathroom, yeah. come back, you know, Definitely. warm your feet up or something, I don't know, <laughs> get warm again, and yeah, we have a bit rough, but there's been some good conferences over the years during the night. Definitely. And I think the Definitely. Xbox One coming up might be at 2 a.m., I want to say. I hope it's early. Yeah, um, I, I know is. that uh, it is twenty uh, third of July, nine a.m. Pacific time, which works out to be Friday morning for us. Yes, so, I yeah. believe we're looking at two or three a.m. on the eastern coast. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it'd be about two. There's something about that that excites me. I mean, yeah. working the next day will be shit, but something I don't know the atmosphere's right if people are up and online and we're all messaging and stuff like it just just adds to it I think um, it does it makes it heaps good yeah definitely. and I think for me personally like I'd rather it be then because at least I'm not having to get out of work to watch it which is not really a good enough reason to have a day off I mean yeah it is I to mean, me but I don't know if everyone else will feel that way so <laughs> that was why E3 being like everything in one week was always good because like I could I used to take the week off yeah it was one of my weeks off during the year where I could just sit up and watch it play games get hyped yeah so it's kind of sucky that it's spread out over yeah three months at the moment Mm. so hopefully next year it's like it's the first time this has happened so I can't really grizzle because everyone's trying to figure out what's going on with the pandemic oh, going on so like, yeah, I'm not, definitely. yeah I'm not complaining or anything it'll just be cool next year to see what happens with like first off E3 and second of all if E3 can't happen again because of this pandemic because who knows how long we're going to be indoors for mm. um, what Jeff Keighley and all them have actually learned because I think the biggest problem we've had is there's been no unification there's been Jeff doing his thing, IGN doing their thing, GameSpot doing their thing. It's like if they came together, like as a unit, Took a month each or something. Actually, exactly, or you know, announced everything under one sort of thing. So like Jeff does the summer of games, and then maybe instead of Jeff doing his like, oh, we're doing the like, maybe Jeff doing his stream. Hey guys, like this is like. Everyone goes to the same place to watch it. Everyone can watch it at the same time. And then they're like, after this, head over to, like, there'll be a link, head over to IGN and watch the interview, blah, blah, blah. It'll be interesting to see how they figure it out. Um, but, yeah, I'm not grizzling for a first year. It's been fine. Like, I'm always oh, checking absolutely. the summer. Yeah, absolutely. Games, Given yeah, the circumstances, we should just be happy we're getting some gaming yeah. news, honestly. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The Xbox Jesus. conference coming up, like, that's part of the Summer yeah. Games Fest, right? Yeah. But it yeah, doesn't we'll seem to be yes. promoted with it at all. No, so Summer Games Fest has sort of become like the... The schedule? It was sort of like, yeah, the, the E3 for this year, but like not. So like, whereas normally it's an E3 sort of press so, Because I guess the conferences aren't really tied to E3 in a sense that like they happen a couple of days before E3 and they don't happen. Like, it's not like you have to go to the E3 website to watch them or anything like that. Yeah. So I guess, as yeah, you said, no, yeah, no, yeah, a replacement in that sense. Yeah, I mean... But I think, like, I mean, no, they're not the E3 sort of conferences. I think, I think the like, the history of them is interesting because, I mean, 
like a long time ago they were like E3 was where all of them came together back when they didn't actually show us these press conferences they were places to sit down and go hey guys these games are coming out we're going to make this much money this is how much we think we're spending this is how much we think we'll make it was like showing investors and the media where they stood yeah and it's only in later years that we've gotten these sort of like hey, the fans care. Let's show the fans all this stuff. So that's why sometimes it gets under my skin when people are like, man, Microsoft showed bugger all games, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, because normally these things are a chance for them to sh- like show their investors that they're worth investing in. That's why when we had that Xbox One reveal, yeah, it was fucking terrible, but it wasn't completely for us. All that bullshit with, oh, you know, it works as a TV, it works as this, it works as that. If an investor sees that as an all-in-one box, they're more likely to invest their money. Whereas, like, it, like it's very different. Like, it's changing every day, the landscape of gaming as it is. But oh, that's why I think it's um, interesting that we're still getting these conferences now. And I think it helps it being all about games just because like investors aren't really looking to invest in things at the moment with the way the world is. <laughs> so it's almost like kind of helpful to get well, as much game news out as it, possible. It's a really good perspective you've brought up because like I, I actually watched the 2013 Xbox one reveal a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago. And it was so much worse than I remembered. Like I dread, I've not watched it in years and I'm dreading to go back and watch it. When I do my rewatches, that's the one I'm kind of like, I might leave that one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I it. It, it's, I, I can't even describe it. Like, it, it's so bad. Um, but at the time, I didn't feel that way because it wasn't that out of touch with where the industry was and was going. Um, yeah. But I think what's interesting is, like, back then, it didn't feel like Microsoft was investing in Xbox, let alone anyone else. Whereas mm. now, it feels like Microsoft's investing in it so much that it's sort of like... It doesn't need external investment. I mean, obviously, they still want third-party games on their on their console and things like that. But I think we're finally at a point where they're giving it enough love that it might just carry itself. Um, I guess we'll yeah. find out on the twenty third of July, um, how yeah. like or twenty fourth for us, um, with in regards to how the showcase goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, back like I was thinking about that the the other day with like someone put up a thing on Twitter and it's like. Oh, I wonder if uh, PlayStation will ever come back to E3. They were talking about that again. And I'm like, I think they will. But I think only when it's good for them. Because I thought about it about, well, that's a lot of money they've got to spend to go to E3. To And E3's always been about, these are the games coming out and the goodwill and all that sort of stuff. It really is about Whereas the goodwill, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. The two years that PlayStation didn't go, they didn't have anything. They had games that we'd already seen. So it makes sense for them not to have a presentation and not having it playable there would make sense because E3 is a trade show and all these guys got to play it last year. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what's the point of doing a new demo for something that's almost out? So Mm -hmm. the state of play thing made sense because one, you could put that demo out in a more controlled environment than the E3 stage. So you can make sure it's fucking flawless um and yeah and uh i i I think i think this like this year would have made sense for them to be at e3 um because their conference was the only one that was at the e3 time slot 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it would have made sense. And I think uh, you know what? I think it was only in the E three time slot because E three got cancelled. Okay, I reckon that fair. would have come. I reckon that would have come before E three or after E three. Yeah, it either would have come before E three to be like, "Fuck you, we don't need you." Which they eventually will need them again. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, no one's invincible. Sony will make mistakes. I mean, look at Xbox. They were riding high on the 360 and they made one mistake with the one. And they dropped off the face of the earth and have slowly had to work their way back up again. Um, And PlayStation have been there too. They were riding high with the PS2 and then wanted us to pay, like, $700, $800 for a PS3. And then they suddenly dropped off the face of the earth and slowly had to work their way back up. So, I mean, no one's invincible. They shouldn't think that they're bigger and better than E3 because one day they're going to need E3 because one day they're going to put out a state of play and everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to fucking watch that. You try to charge me $1,000 for your box. Yeah. It's like, they just need to be careful. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see what Xbox is going to do with their sort of reveal. I hope they learn from PlayStation's... Um, sort of console reveal, it's been weeks was... since they said it was already done <laughs> which, mm. which is could go either way in terms of nervousness yeah wait like Ugh. with xbox crawling back slowly much like playstation mm. did last gen where how how far out or what what needs to happen to like xbox is viewed at the same level as playstation games Games. They need to put out exclusive uh, Xbox exclusives that are of a as good quality as the PlayStation exclusives we've seen in the last. I reckon few they years. need like a good two or three to even like be in the conversation. And like I think one ain't Halo. Yeah, I think Halo. I think whatever their new Santa Monica studio is working on, yep. and whatever Playground's working on, if that's Fable, maybe mm. I think a really. I think. I think a really good cartoony action-adventure game RPG like Fable would do really fucking good this year because people are stuck at home and they're looking for that sort of game that they can just get stuck into. That's why, like, I think that's half the reason people are frothing at the mouth for Cyberpunk because you can lose 100 hours in there, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, so I think, a, uh, like, a 30-hour Fable game would be fucking like perfect for them to drop 30 hours yeah I reckon yeah just a nice 30 hour game that I don't have to go too crazy gets people's expectations like wow Playground did a really good fucking Fable game like I hope they do a Fable 2 like that'll be fucking awesome gee Playground uh, the pressure must be on they yet to release a bad game I have so much faith in them oh me too I have so much faith in them because like they with all like the like the leaks about the like who they were hiring they were they were hiring like someone who could do fantasy story writing they were hiring yep. for fantasy world building it's like could you imagine a fucking fable game in like a car- cartoony art style in the fucking like Forza engine <laughs> oh oh them horse and carts get oh. a get a drift oh so good that, oh my god like I'm just like the lighting effects that that engine can do in that car game oh like I thought they were using Unreal Engine so cool in the new studio I think they are I think they are actually but they definitely got, yeah. well the studio is just across the road or next door like it's yeah. not like the talents disappeared off the project like no definitely because my yeah, understanding just, and I'd happily be corrected but my understanding is that they're a race car studio 
and mm. their studio is in the middle of nowhere. I shouldn't say in the middle of nowhere, but like it's not in the middle of London. Like you can't just go get a different game dev job in the street over. I'm sure that's not how it works in London either. Um, my point yeah. is anyway that they built this second studio to keep the talent. So they, if they got bored on Forza, there was an alternative to still stay in the studio, stay where you're living, stay everything, but work on something yeah. fresh. And I yeah. think if, if that's true, like that is props to them. Props to them, like diversifying, yeah. keeping the team. Um, I think everyone's discovering that that's more important now than ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Props to Xbox as well for like helping them out with that. Because I mean, basically like, hey, we're doing a whole, like Xbox could have been like, hey, everyone loves these Forza games, keep making them. And it's like, oh, well, you know, we're thinking about making another studio where we can, you know, people can go work on something different. They're going, well, no, 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 no. You make Forza. No, it seems yeah. Xbox is like, oh, okay, cool. Do you want an IP? Like, we got Fable. Like, well, you guys I, I would love to know. IPs. Yeah, I would love to know if that studio had Fable from day one or year one or year two or like. That would be interesting. I would actually. love to know if they yeah. worked on something for six months and then Microsoft backed them. Or if it was like from the start, yeah. like you got our support. If you need our IP, let us know. I mean, Xbox owns Playground, don't they? They do now, but only as of 2018. When, and that second studio yeah, has yeah. existed for years before that. Yeah, I was going to say, when did that second studio pop up? Because that could be possible that like they were like, like in like, like end of 2017, feels like, oh, you guys are working on some stuff. Can I have a look? Yeah, sure. And he's just in that room like, fuck me. That looks like Fable. Hmm. Do you want the logos? We, yeah, it's like, can we buy this and stick this on the box? It's like, that's Fable. Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, we'll do that, we'll do that. It's like, that would be so cool if that's what happened. Yeah. Like, that would be awesome. I can't wait. Like, I'm sure there'll be a story to tell once the game's revealed. And I, I'm looking Definitely. very forward to that. Definitely. Should we, should we oh, just deep dive a bit more into Xbox here while, while the train's rolling? Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely, I'm Because last that. week you we left on a on a cliffhanger, if you will, of you asking what would it take to knock my socks off. Yeah. Okay. From I'm excited Xbox. to hear what you have to say. I'm very excited. So it's probably not going to go the direction you're thinking, but okay, we've got the Xbox Series X. All right. We've got well, we don't have it yet, but we're going to have an Xbox Series S, which is either going to be like a digital version or a. Um, like more of a 1080p machine or you know something along those lines it's a cheaper device and what would knock my socks off is if they announce the xbox series p which is the xbox phone a portable or portable a phone or you could say even an xbox oh. pc but that would be a little oh. less exciting because i could just build my own pc yeah yeah but even if it was an extra xbox portable i have to imagine it would still be an android device would be where you'd go with that um making it i mean it may as well be a phone at that point um but that that was something i had because if if it is a phone you don't have to fully support it with a separate allotment of studios and money and whatever if it's a phone it's got all of android plus you develop your own titles for it what that looks like i don't know because you've got x cloud for mobile so like oh it might be quite God. basic in that sense they just slap an xbox logo on a phone sort of like a you know the rog phone the razor phone but what if they went a step further and this is just me dreaming because i miss this device but do you remember the xperia play 
Yeah. Yeah. So basically, mm. it was back in the day when smartphones had just started and people were starting to slap um, like QWERTY keyboards that slide out and a smartphone on top. The experience of play. I have one of them in the room somewhere. Oh, really? Mine's in my car for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. And so, yeah, so it it obviously had a slide-out controller, which was probably the best bit of tech someone's ever made. Like, it was comfortable. It was accurate. The only thing they didn't have was the two triggers on each side. I'm not sure how you handle that on a phone. But that, that is what would knock my socks off. The Xbox Series P. Android portable device. Hopefully a phone. Slide out I'm controller. I'm going to build off this. Pardon? I'm going to build off this. Yeah, yeah. Right. add to it, add to it. Okay. It's also got a big battery. So, Carry on. <laughs> 6,000 like, million pounds. I like this. I think this <laughs> is it's like this is super cool. I think that's really awesome. I just want to acknowledge that Xbox no longer reports to the Windows devices division. So I'm not sure. Like, I don't think this would be Microsoft pushing it to Xbox. I think this would be Xbox wanting this. Carry on. Yeah. Um, I think that would be super cool. I think with like, like a phone like that would be awesome. And I think that makes like with xCloud, like so close, that would be the like coolest fucking thing ever but like what if they had like hey like buy the phone and you get um 12 months of like um Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and all the games in uh, X Pass stream to the phone and you can use this thing here which you connect to your phone and it's like like have you seen the Razer Kishi yeah yeah with the um basically the controller that like clips around the phone yeah, 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 it clips around the like phone and the it end. doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't obscure anything or anything yeah. like that. But basically, it adds the buttons and the triggers. Yeah. If I had something like that for Xbox that popped on, and then you can be like, "Hey, another cool thing is like you can use this as a controller for your Xbox if you're like blah 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 going around to your friend's place, pop oh, yeah. on your phone, use it as a controller, and just like giving it all these extra things that it could do. I would, I would fucking pre-order that phone that day. Yeah, I'd be on board Holy for that. Hundred percent. I would. Oh my god, that would be so cool. If and they could keep it around the them, sort of. Oh. $1,000 to $1,400 price range like like yeah. it depends if they go for flagship or not but if they could aim for a grand flat I know a lot of people would be like blindsided by that but I mean if you compare yeah. it to like an iPhone that's anywhere from 1200 to fucking 1800 Samsung's are the yeah. same up to two and a half grand for the foldable ones like you know I'm, I'm looking for a premium device here but not sort of like the ROG phone where it's like everything's premium but we have skipped on the camera and a couple of other little things just keep that price down not that the ROG 2 has a cheap price tag but I think there's a lot yeah. of opportunity there because I love Android you don't have to talk to me for long to know how much I love Android but it's not that exciting like is that fair to say like I don't sit yeah. there these days going like oh gee fuck that's an Android like tell me more about it like I couldn't give a fuck what phone you have and I've got yeah. the ROG one. I love it. I'm happy to talk to people about it all day. No dramas there. But like seeing someone with an Apple watch, I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> like that's oh, exciting. I, I know. That's exciting. Yeah, man, I know. And then they've got their AirPods and they just look fucking cool. And then they whip out their iPad and the AirPods just track along. And I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe I need to just put up with the negatives of an iPhone 
relative to Android to get the benefits of the ecosystem. I know. For me to say that, I fucking know. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. I'm in shock right now. But it turns out Microsoft might be able to save Google's ass here. (laughs) Because my $1,000 is very, um, very important. (laughs) I was going to say, like, there's, like, nothing on the horizon about a, like, Razer 3, which breaks my heart. I hate to break it to you, but Razer, like, got rid of all their Razer phone employees. That... It's heartbreaking. Yeah, so I don't like, think they're going for it. What I think would be interesting um, would be that Xbox and Razer have a partnership at the moment to do mm. with making like keyboards and stuff for their consoles. I see we so if they were to if they were to do an Xbox phone, imagine taking stuff like the speakers in my fucking phone are amazing. Imagine yep. taking that sort of Dolby speaker over and putting it into their phone, like. That would also be awesome. just and all the patents and research, like use the same form factor. The yeah. Razer phone form factor is awesome. Like, there's yeah. no need to rebuild the wheel here. Yeah, it's like take all the good stuff, and put it in your phone, and then slap an Xbox logo on it. I think that thing would fucking sell. And I, I think there'd be well. people that are like hardcore PlayStation gamers that would buy that phone and then stick a PlayStation case on it so no one knows they bought it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I think I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it's it's this thing. Like, I don't know how big the Android market is for gaming. Like, I know it's big, but in a sense, like, um, like, do Google look at that and they're like, oh, gee, we need to make a phone aimed at gamers? Like, I highly doubt it, unfortunately. They thought they needed to make a streaming service. That's a good point. That's a good point. They certainly didn't need to do that. Um, exactly. That was a bit of overkill. Like, we have streaming services, boys. We don't need anything else. I, I would have been much more excited if Google turned around and said we're making a gaming phone rather than Stadia. That's a really good point. Or you know, see, this is where the chicken and the eggs thing comes in. Like they should have done that and then released a streaming service for it. And then yeah, we'd be like, yeah. "Holy fuck! This phone, this phone plays great games mo- on a mobile. Oh, but I can also play Watch Dogs. Oh, okay. Like yeah, like, oh, suddenly, so suddenly it grows like." And I, I say this, like, I even owned the um, PlayStation-branded tablet and the, yeah, and the Xperia Play. And they're, they're incredible devices. They're ahead of their time. And Sony didn't support them. Like, they don't support half the shit they make. I and it was that. just... Google does that too. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a shame. And I'm not saying Microsoft's exempt from that issue, but if it was Android, which, to be fair, the Xperia Play was as well, but if it was Android and built in a way where... Yeah, xCloud's the predominant service or whatever. But, like, if you're a Stadia person, this is still something you might be interested in. Like, the, I, I think that would get a ton more people on board with Stadia, to be honest with you. Like, that would be... That that would get me interested. In, like, Stadia, I couldn't give a fuck about. And it's not just because it's not in our country. It's because, yep, streaming games is awesome. Xbox is going to do that. Why would I go over to Stadia, pay for the yeah. opportunity to, like, use it when I could just stream it on my Xbox when it happens? It's like, that seems like an uh, like an extra thing I don't need. And, like, if, but if they were to turn around and be like, oh, you know, we're dropping this phone. You can stream this, you can do that, you can do this. It's like, it's optimized. I'm like... That would interest me a lot more than what they've got right now. Yeah. Which isn't doing very well and is probably going to get dropped on its ass very, very soon because that's what Google does when things that make a lot of money in the first fucking few years. They drop it on their ass and move on to the next thing. 100%. Which is sad. I mean, if they put more time into it, put a lot of support behind it. I mean, these Stadia Connects are great. 
Right? That's really smart. Do what Nintendo did, and Nintendo does it very well with their things. State of Connect, really cool. The issue I've got with a State of Connect is I don't sit there and go, I wonder what new game Stadia is going to ha- like announce. It's, oh, I wonder what games that I've been playing on my Xbox and PlayStation for the last two years are going to pop up on Stadia. The other thing so I, I look for in those those press those conferences or whatever is um when is it going to come to my country? <laughs> yeah, oh, or my so phone stupid. that was a long one. Like when's it coming to a non-pixel device? Which I I yeah. believe it has started to spread its wings. Um, if you have, I think you've got to have Android ten though, which my phone does not. So <laughs> like whatever. I feel um, like uh... yeah, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity with this idea and Microsoft. Yeah. This is exciting. Uh, Microsoft recently brought in-house the development studios that were working on their... Oh, shit. I can't actually remember if it was their Windows X team or their Android Duo team. But, like, they're bringing a lot of that sort of development in-house for those new next generation of devices. So, there's there's definitely an opportunity to have, like... Because they're building the Windows Duo or whatever, like that Surface phone that opens up. Like, imagine yeah. if that was alongside a single-screen phone, but you're folding out a controller or sliding out a controller on it. Like, I think they need more fun devices. And they're always saying, like, you know, choose where you want to play, more places to play, all that sort of stuff, which is great. But if they had an in-house device, like, optimized for it, I just I just think, I just, I don't know, it gets me excited thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even uh, sure how much I'd want them to support it. Like, do I want them to keep making, like, Spartan Ops games like they did a couple of times? Or, you know, or do I want them to work on getting 360 titles to run natively on it, which I can't imagine is easy. Um, like, I'm not even sure what I'm looking for in terms of software, but I think hardware-wise, I am sold. Yeah. Plus, yeah, when this ROG dies, I don't know what I'm going to buy because the ROG 3 is not going to have a headphone jack, which means the Xbox Series P has to have a headphone jack. Just want to put that out there. Oh, I think I might have to look into ROG because, like, if Razer's basically abandoned their phones, the bastards. Um, it's yeah. Like, what, like, I can get a new phone in November, so I need right. to actually start thinking about what I'm going to get. So that's your interesting. Well, that's what I mean, though, man. Like, there's just fuck all on the market. I know there's a lot of Android phones. I can know you can go down to JB and there'll be, you know, there'll be six Samsungs and there'll be four Nokias and there'll be three Oppos and there'll be two, you know, whatevers. But like... Like, all I heard then was there'll be six frag grenades, four bricks. It's like... (laughs) It's boring as fuck. stupid. It's like, oh my God. Like, most people just play it safe and they'll just get the newer Samsung. I mean, you can't go wrong. Like, you got the Note 10, you got the Note 11, whatever's out next. Like, good solid phones and amazing cameras and their flagship and... You know all that sort of stuff, but there's just I don't know. There's no there's no excitement left. I'm not even looking for innovation. I'm just looking for some excitement. Yeah. Like like yeah. these ideas I'm having, they're not unique. They're not new. There's nothing special about them. <laughs> it just needs yeah, that Xbox that, logo to glow on the back of it. That would be so cool. And it feels like such a smart thing to do with XCloud right around the corner. Absolutely. It just yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. And Australia specific. I hope so too. And Australia specific, like Telstra said a couple of months ago that they're working on a mobile phone plan aimed at gamers. What the fuck does that mean? 
a mobile phone plan aimed at gamers. Yeah, there's only one thing in the world that that makes sense. Like I can contextualize that, and that is they're going to bring out a mobile phone plan with game uh, with game streaming built in, like Xbox X Cloud will be like, you know how they're always like, oh, get three months of fucking Foxtel or whatever banged on the end to numb your yeah. mind, silly. Well, I, yeah. I reckon they'll have a plan that you're paying like a hundred bucks a month for and you'll get, you know, a hundred gig of data, but you'll get unlimited streaming data with your xCloud subscription. Like it won't be a cheap plan yeah. and it'll probably be like only when you're on 5G or some stupid shit like that. But I, I, I see some cogs spinning around. And I think they're all going to come together, maybe not in a physical phone, but, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things here. And I think xCloud is going to be far more important than we anticipate, or maybe well, than I anticipate. I got, I got super excited when Xbox, Xbox put their logo on deodorant. This is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> not going to lie, you know how excited I was as well. <laughs> I love that deodorant. This is blowing my mind. Like, And it makes sense. That's the thing that I think is making me sit here and go like they should do that why haven't they done that why aren't they doing that it can only happen after the Xbox Series X is properly revealed though yeah they have have to release a home console that's kick ass and then they can explore I was gonna say is it too early like do you think Stadia came too early oh yeah shit yeah like it was a year too early yeah they should have released it this fall they were probably wanting to get ahead of the new consoles, not only to prove themselves, but just so they didn't get drowned. But I mm. think if they came out this year, all the news websites and stuff would be pointlessly comparing it to the next-gen consoles without trying either. And I think it would have had them in a better place. Plus, they would have had an extra year to work on it. And why mm. didn't they release it with an exclusive game? Like, why, why are their game studios just starting now? And look, you know... Microsoft's made its own mistakes with first party. I'm not saying it's easy. But, like, surely you look at, like, Sony and Nintendo and you're like, shit, we're not going to have their games on that platform. We better have something of our own. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, like, Stadia is just, yeah, too early. But, like, there were a whole bunch of Stadia games announced at their last Stadia Connect thing. And it was, like, exclusive to Stadia, exclusive to Stadia. And, like, interesting. They're getting exclusives. That's interesting. And then, like, a month later... All of a sudden, all those exclusive games that were coming to Stadia were suddenly announced to be coming to Switch. They were like so one month only exclusive or some shit, weren't they? I don't know. Because one of the games that they were like, it's exclusive to Stadia, it'll be coming out on Stadia, you can't get anywhere else, which was Oceanhorn 2. Right. Like, hasn't even come out yet, and Switch is like, oh yeah, we got that. That's coming soon to Switch. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like, okay. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. So when Stadia comes to my country, I never have to pay for it now. Because I loved Oceanhorn 1, I'll just play it on Switch. That's probably a better place to play it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, true. It's but see, like, I feel for them, but come on. There's a couple of things here. Like you said, when it comes to our country, like I don't really want them to be releasing exclusive games in a sense that we can't play them. Like Orcs mm, Must Die 3 that. is exclusive to Stadia. And for now. What's that? For now. Who knows? Next week it could be coming to Switch. True. That's true. But like, like the fact that they're going to launch that game, not in our country, basically, <laughs> like it's just yeah. shit. Not like I'm not one of the yeah. biggest Orcs Must Die fan, but like it's a great game. I would have loved to have a go at it. Um, yeah. And it's like I was heartbroken when Fantasy Star Online Two got announced at the Xbox conference, 
and I was super excited. I was losing my mind. I was like, I was in the crowd with a whole bunch of people losing their fucking shit. And then the next day I was reading the thing from it and it's like, oh, it's USA only. We're only paying for servers in the USA. And I'm like, what? Oh, you can't announce that at the Xbox conference and not have support mm-hmm. wherever the console sold. Yeah, it was. It's only in the US is the only place you can play Fantasy Star Online Two now because God, I don't. They, I'm not even sure if the Japanese servers are still going now, dude. They must make it's an old game. Yeah, they must make so much more money in the US than they do like anywhere else, which <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. But it does seem that they're making more of a push for the Japanese market this time around. I mean, with Phil going to all these Japanese studios and stuff, like I said it then and I'll say it now. Everyone's like, oh, Phil's going to Japan to get all these studios for to get release stuff for the um, Xbox One X. I said to them, I was like, nah, man, that's going to be some next-gen shit. That's how Japanese developers work. They start making games six years before they come out. Like, right, yeah. They, put 100% of their time into these games. They announced shit so far. Like, look at Last Guardian for PlayStation. That that took forever to come out because the guy who was developing it was like, I'm not happy with it yet. We keep going until I'm happy with it. And it came out and it was still very disappointing. But at least he, re- <laughs> at least, at least he was happy with it. Like, <laughs> that's, that's all the thing. Like, he released the game he wanted to release. People didn't agree with that. Well, fuck you guys. He released the game he wanted. I'm happy that he was happy. Absolutely. Like, After yeah. that long way, so yeah. Definitely. I'll be happy to see something. And I mean, like, there's been, like, apparently they've been pushing the marketing for this new console real heavily in Japan as well. Interesting. Like, there was, uh, I think it was, um, yeah. I think it was a niche gamer I've seen where it was, like, um, ser- like searching for Xbox and Microsoft and the consoles in Japan went up 40% or something like that. Interesting. So was, like, interesting. It seems they're actually making a dent. So I'll be interested to see if it does well over there. If it does, we may see more stuff like Fantasy Star coming over. But yeah, I was so disappointed when that happened. I was oh, so that's sad. absolutely fair. Yeah. Because I was that nerd in the middle of people when it, when it hit <laughs> and I heard the music. I'm like, that's Fantasy Star. And someone's like, no. I'm like, yes. And then bam, it happened. I was like, oh my God. And then, yeah, and I, I was so sad. I was like, seriously? Seriously? Oh, See, I, Sucks. I get the feeling, and like this is unimportant, I guess, but I get the feeling that like even if a deal could be made three or four years ago for a game that would release in 2019, 2020, I get the feeling they're like, huh, if you can hold off, <laughs> we'll pay you. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel like they get a drop with a splash. If they, if they don't, I mean... <sighs> They would know that. My other thing was um, when he went to Japan, like he went to Japan. How long ago did he go to Japan? I'm not sure, but I swear he goes every second month. Well, probably not that much recently, but. It was like back when Jump Force was announced at that E3, he'd been in Japan all at the start of that year. He went for months. He went for a few months. Yeah. And I said to a friend of the show, Jordan, at the time, um, I said, I bet my left nut he took a fuck ton of fucking next-gen consoles, like the dev kits with him, and he just dropped them the fuck off. I was like, this could be massive. Jordan's like, holy fuck, do you reckon? I'm like, I bet you. I bet you that plane was fucking full of them. He's just dropping them off everywhere. Be like, make me a game, motherfucker. Make me a game. And I'll be like, fuck yeah. Borrowing the private jet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The X plane. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Xbox Series plane. 
coming soon. Oh, Xbox Series P is taken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Xbox Series A for aircraft. There we go. We I fixed mean, it. The fact that they've called it the Xbox Series, like, there's got to be more than just like a fucking couple of home consoles. In yeah, this. see, that's what blew my mind. There's something else. There's something more than so. Like, the rumor is we're going to have the Series X and a, another Series X that's different, and a then the Lockhart is going to be Series the smaller S. version. Yep. Yeah. So, like, Wait, appara- like the rumor is... Pardon? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. I want to hear about the second Xbox Series X. Okay, I, yeah, I that's the thing. So, so, people are like, okay, so the Series X is the console, and yep. then there's another Series X, which is like the PlayStation or digital. It hasn't got a drive, and it just does the right. thing. And the Series X is supposed to just primarily be for xCloud streaming. Like, it's got, like, all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yep. It's for the people that don't want to have to fork out all that money for the big guy. And I'm like, that is really, really smart. So, like... And apparently it does something with the console. So, like... Like, there were rumors that it could give, like, some sort of boost to the console you've got at home and I'm like all right, I'll be interested to see how and if that even works and there was another thing like oh it's just for streaming so it's like a stream box so like mm. you don't have to worry about saving games to a hard drive or anything like that like there'll be a hard drive in it but you don't have to save games there or, or anything like that it's just the cheaper smallest alternative and I was like that could work in their favour actually that could be very helpful yeah well maybe maybe that's it like maybe it's a massive family devices to the point where there's going to be like a chromecast equivalent for streaming there's like the phone variant that's primarily for primarily for streaming two or three home consoles that have local compute power um don't know really what else to be honest but like you know who knows i might release a fucking xbox laptop at this point like yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. Um, oh, I mean, my yeah. laptop's not up for a replacement by any means, but I'd be interested to see what that's like. I hope we see a lot of hardware. I mean, Microsoft's been kicking ass in the hardware. I mean, you know, I guess that's yeah. up for people's opinion, but like they've been releasing a lot of good quality hardware in their Surface mm. range. Um, I just don't know if they have the output because, like, you know, from my perspective, like, you know, every year they release a new surface book a surface this a surface that but they won't release a surface studio or they won't really there's always something missing so like i do ponder whether they have that bandwidth but gee i can't fucking wait to find out i'm hoping with phil on top of everything like like that initial rumor also came like later on it was sort of like so the confirmation that there were three boxes was sort of like kind of confirmed but not confirmed by this guy on Twitter who worked for Microsoft and it was like in his bio and he was like talking to a friend and his friend posted what him and his mate were talking about <laughs> and the guy was like oh yeah like the um, Series X is going to be 600 and the um, the one without the disk drive is going to be 500 or 450 or something like that and then he said oh and the stream box is going to be 200 or 250 interesting fuck like I don't know whether I believe this guy but could you imagine if like at the end of this year like I'm not saying COVID is like good but like it'd be good that like there's gonna be shortages on consoles imagine if they dropped a $250 stream box people would buy that because it's $250 yeah and be like that's cool I'll just grab that for now and then when consoles start coming out because I mean like 
that could change like the whole sort of game for Xbox where it's like, you know, you can still play the games on the older consoles, but we also have this cool little cheap streaming box if you wanted to stream the games instead of having to buy the discs. It's like, uh, I could see that working for them. Yeah. For now, yeah anyway. I, I think a range of devices is absolutely what they're going to do. Do you mm. think they'll release a console above $500 USD? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be $600. I think the yeah. PS5 and, and the Xbox Series X are both going to be $600. Both 600 I can see them both yeah. having the same price. Yeah. I can, I can see... See, 500 US dollars just... I don't know. It just, does, it just doesn't seem like enough. You know what I mean? No, but I reckon they'll take a hit on it. You reckon? Well, it depends if they buy Warner Brothers Studios or not. If they buy them, oh, then no, nah, probably not. But Fuck, see, we're going to get I, back to that in a minute. But, um, we definitely yeah, are. Like, I, I just want to um, mention that the digital version of the console, people often say, oh, a disk drive isn't worth that much money. It's not. But what no, often gets but, overlooked, I haven't seen anyone mention this online, is that once you load a Blu-ray disc into that drive it then charges Microsoft. Like, they've got to pay the Blu-ray consortium or whatever a price. I don't know what the price is. But I wonder if, like, that's also something that gets the price down. And then, once you take the disk drive out of the Xbox Series X, you can make it a lot skinnier because a third of that console is just fucking disk drive with blank space yeah. above it. So, like, I wonder if a $100 price difference is accurate. I, I, I can see that. I can see that from a digital version to a disk-based version. I definitely think there'll be a, like at least a hundred, hundred and fifty dollar difference between the discless and the disc. Yeah, I, I'll be definitely I, getting what the I disc. Think's, yeah, me too. Definitely. What I think is stupid is obviously they're both waiting for each other to announce how much it's going to cost. I know you're going to clear it first. I I think Xbox. I, I think agree. One hundred percent. I think on the twenty third they're going to tell us how much it is. And PlayStation's either going to go, "That's all right, we were going to sell for cheaper than that," or they're going to go, "Fuck." <laughs> We need to sell it cheaper because I know there's a state of play coming in the end of July or start of August for PlayStation. Which yeah, is okay, where so they'll we'll drop a price. Probably if see Xbox the price. Does. I honestly the could. I, keep... I envision if it's just an Xbox Series X and S, both with disk drives, I can envision a $400 and $300 console and Microsoft just copping a whopping loss on each sale. Because Game Pass must Actually, make bank. I was just going to say, like, maybe Games Pass is making them enough money that they can take that loss for a year or two. Interesting. That could, yeah. Well, what, what is this way? This is cloud coming out. This is another perspective. I was reading an article. I think it was on gamesindustry.biz, maybe. Um, and they had Tim Schaefner, who's the head of Double Fine, I believe. Um, yeah, Double Fine. Yeah, and he was saying... Love you, Tim. Tim's but, the best. Yeah. Tim's the best. Love Tim. He was saying that, like, when Microsoft approached him to buy the studio, his response was, well, we're not for sale. <laughs> like, we're not looking to sell. Yeah. But, like, it was literally Game Pass was the only reason, well, not the only, but, like, was the reason things turned around because he's seen that he can just make whatever fucking game he wants and it doesn't matter how it does, you know, in marketing and et cetera. Well, you know, I'm reading between the lines a bit on what he was saying. I'm yeah. definitely paraphrasing. Um but I wonder if they're just making that much fucking money with that, that they just don't have to comply to traditional uh, convention, I guess. I don't know what the words I'm looking for there, yeah. but I wonder I if that's a secret sauce. Fuck ton. 
Yeah. That probably is. They're probably making a fuck ton. I bet you what? I bet you Tim was like, we're not for sale. And then Phil was like, well, we can give you like X amount of money for like when you put your games on Game Pass. And Tim sat there and thought, yeah, Psychonauts 2. People have been waiting for this for a long time. It was supposed to come out a few years ago. <laughs> we could do if with a few I more put devs. This, exactly. It's like, if I can put this on Games Pass, I'll make at least three times more than I would have if I just put it out on disc. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. If you're going to do that with every game we make, yeah, we'll do that with every game you make. Tim probably over there making some fucking whatever the fuck he wants. Like, I bet you, my left nut, the next game we see from Double Fine after this, it'll be exclusive to Xbox. It'll be fucking dope. I reckon they'll do a um, sequel to that Jack Black game. I'm not even familiar with this. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um, It was on everything back in the day. Um... Let me just double check. It was it was it basically Jack Black played a um he played a what do you call him? Uh, like a roadie? Oh, a roadie. He was like uh working behind the stage at like like heavy metal um concerts and shit and then like he like it basically the whole world sort of gets um real fucked up and he's got a um it kind of reminded me a lot of the Tenacious D and the guitar pick of Destiny. And I'm um, a few bells, actually. Yeah, he, like, had a... Oh, shit, he was in Broken Age? I didn't realise Jack Black was in Broken Age. That's insane. Um, this is terrible podcasting. I'm just going to... Huh? Brutal Legend, that's what it was <laughs> called. Brutal Legend. He played Eddie Riggs in Brutal Legend, and it was a double right. fine game. Uh, he was a roadie, and he's transported to a fantasy world inspired by the artwork of heavy metal album covers. And he becomes the world's savior, leading the downtrodden humans against the range of supernatural overlords. And it was fucking awesome. It was like a beat em up. Like he used a guitar like an axe and shit. It was awesome. Right, right, it was really right. cool. Well, I mean, Game Pass might be the key to simple. everything here, then, in that oh, respect. Fuck yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you can get all of Double Fine's games on Game Pass, holy shit, they got some awesome games. They did some awesome shit. Yeah, and hopefully they continue. Like, there's no reason yeah. to doubt that they that they will. Um, yeah, so I, I, I envision, like, yeah, it depends how many devices there are. Like, if there is six fucking home consoles, one one at each $100 level, <laughs> then I guess we're going to $600. Yeah. Um, wow. And the the other thing is like like I said you know like we touched on with the Warner Brothers purchase like I I think there'll be cons I think there'll be studio announcements not Warner Brothers but I think there'll be other studios announced so like it just probably comes down to how much money they've got to spend and where they've got to spend it I think there'll be three three have you got some ideas for what three maybe no I just have this feeling you know when you got that feeling yep where it's like I can see getting to the end of this and being like. So we're coming to the end of the show. Before we go, just let you know, we've purchased da-da-da. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's amazing. We also purchased da-da-da. Holy fucking shit. We also purchased da-da-da. It's like, oh my God. And then it's like, and here's Hello Infinite. And then he like bows and walks off the stage. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Mm, well, th- there's heavy rumors to suggest they've purchased a Polish studio. A Polish studio? Yeah. Well, P- Polish studios are there. Um, well, the CD Project Red. I, I, I can't see that happening. No, no, no. no. I, I was going to say, like, I, like the only Polish studio I can think of right now is CD Project Red. And those motherfuckers are like Rockstar. They're not going fucking anywhere. They're happy with what they're doing. 
they can take a hundred years. And they're like uh, one yeah, of the biggest uh, companies in Europe, aren't they? Or biggest video game companies? They're huge. They they're are bigger huge. than Ubisoft. And, like, and they started from such humble, humble beginnings. Like, such humble beginnings. People listening, go over to Noclip on YouTube and watch the CD Project Red documentary. It'll fucking change your life to see where these guys came from. It's quite insane. I think they'll purchase Techland. For What's Techland known for Dying Light. Oh. That's the Polish studio I reckon they'll purchase. They should definitely purchase Techland. And they Dying Light's been on their stage, so they've obviously got each other's numbers. Yeah, and then it disappeared for ages and we haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit awkward. <laughs> but um, that that's just speculation, really. But I, I could see three studios as well. And then, yeah. you know, I guess we've already talked about this a couple of weeks ago about um, Xbox being in the running to purchase Warner Brother games. There's so rumours are heating up. Like the sausages so are on the barbecue. Oh, I so want them to buy Warner Brothers so bad. It's not even about like, them having exclusive games. It's just about those studios not being torn apart, really. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just going to say, because then they can, like, save them from EA yeah. and Activision and everything. Like, and I don't even see Xbox being that mean. I, like, a part of me is like, buy Warner Brothers. Just do it. And then they'll be like, all right, we bought Warner Brothers, okay? They're going to keep making these games. They're still going to come out on PlayStation, but stuff's going to come to Xbox first. You know what I mean? I'll be like, yeah, that'd be, that's dope. I can see them doing that. That'd Even cool. if it was a wind down, like everything that's in production, keep going. But like, you know, eventually yeah. when that Halo Mega Blocks, oh, sorry, Halo Lego game comes out, like that's going to oh, be exclusive. so cool. Oh, I didn't realize there's like 15 games. studios apparently in Warner Brothers games. Oh, yeah. There's fuck ton. They make I had no fuck idea. ton of shit. Yeah. But I knew that, is, but I didn't realize they, there was so many. Yeah, well, the, the issue is they used to make a fuck ton of stuff and now sure. they've just sort of stopped and everyone's like, what the fuck? But, like, uh, that's what happens when you make six different games and cancel every single one of them. You lose <laughs> yeah. money. Uh, and and I, I blame AT&T for that. at t they, they definitely did that. They definitely were like, that's not going to make us enough money. Try again. Have you heard of this game called Fortnite? Why aren't you making Fortnite? It's like, we don't make Fortnite. We make Lego games and Batman games. <laughs> Make Batman Fortnite. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> the Avengers were in Fortnite. Then you go out there and whore out Warner Brothers then. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I hope Microsoft get on top of that. Like, that would be good. Just to save them. Because if EA get them... Oh, They're done. Oh, I, like... They'll make them make one game. It'll be one Batman game. It won't do well. And then Online EA will only. shut them down. Yeah. Oh. On the Frostbite engine. I don't, I don't want Batman in Apex Legends. I don't want that. <laughs> I'll fucking die before I let them put Batman in there. My God. Replace Pathfinder. Yeah, it's... it's... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. Oh, my God. I just got the worst shit down my spine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's terrible. Oh. Um, excuse me. Oh. Uh, look, how, how would you feel... How would you feel if they purchased mm. Warner Brothers games, all the studios, all the personnel, mm-hmm. but not a single IP? Like just okay. nothing. I would be, um, I would be super. Uh, oh, see, it's hard. There's two ways to look at this. One, I'd be super happy for all those people who aren't about to lose their job. 
Yeah. Really happy for them. Absolutely. Like, that's awesome. Like, thank fuck you guys are going to be okay. And you guys are going to get to work on some awesome games. I'd be super disappointed because these guys, like, they know how to do Harry Potter games, Lego games, DC games. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's their bread and butter. They've been doing, like, Rocksteady have been doing it for years. Rocksteady's owned by Warner Bros., aren't they? They yes. are, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, I wanted to make sure because someone was saying the other day that they weren't and I was under the impression that they were. Um, well, I, I mean, Rock- unless there's some weird deal set up, but yeah, pretty sure they're yeah. there. I mean, Rocksteady have been making Batman games since, what, 2007? I don't think they've made like, a different game, have they? They haven't. They made one game before Batman and then they've n- never done anything other than Batman. Yeah. So, like, they know, they know that world, they know those characters... And if the rumors are true that they were setting up a video game universe, that that's like, if they don't buy those IPs, that's throwing a lot of work in the toilet. And yeah. what would be the point of releasing these games if they're setting up games and a world that isn't going to happen? That would just be, it would feel weird and hollow and I think there'll be good. IPs involved. I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think so. all of them, but um, I think like I could see that like Microsoft explicitly getting DC and Lego, and I mean Lego, you've still got to probably negotiate with the Lego company and things like that. But yeah. I think they could get Lego on side. Well, the thing is, though, right? If you Harry sell Potter? off, but do you think they could get Harry Potter? It's probably a case if they want it. J.K. Rowling seems yeah. to be muddy in the water there at the moment. Which is fucking so unfair to those people that have been making this game for the last fucking however many years. Yeah. I like, I could see ugh. Microsoft wanting to steer clear of controversy at all costs. Like, even if they have to yeah. scrap a five-year project, I could see them going, hey, this lady's out of fucking control. Let's just my start only, afresh. Yeah. My only hope is, like, like, and I've seen a lot of this on Twitter, which is really good, is they're, they're removing Harry Potter from the person which is good, which is what you should do. Like, yeah. the, the actors like the actors making comments and stuff, it's like, they shouldn't have to comment. Like, no. they they did the movies, they did a really good job, they built a fucking universe. Like, why should the words of someone who I used to think was a very smart woman, why should the words of an idiot affect all these other things? Like, there's another movie being made right now. This is going to affect it. That movie's Absolutely. already got enough controversy behind it. But yeah, this definitely. video game that these people have put their fucking, like, basically the last, I reckon, five years of their life into, like, it was even said, like, oh, they're worried about her making all these comments. Don't be worried. I'm going to buy you a Harry Potter game. When I think of Harry Potter, I don't think of her. I think of awesome magic storytelling and these awesome yeah. movies that were a big part of my childhood. It's like... I don't think about the idiot mouthing off about transgender people in the corner. She's a crazy woman. She made her millions. She can go off and mouth yeah, off now. F- I don't get care about fucking her. Fucking fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like shut the fuck. Like shut the fuck up. That's basically what all the actors have been saying without <laughs> using those words. Yeah. It's basically they're like, I, I did the movies. Shut the fuck up. I don't agree with her. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Fair. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why she's gonna start shit. I could see him only grabbing a couple of select IP on the way out, especially if it's costing them a lot of money. Um, I don't think they'll leave without some DC goodness. For Even if it's just, like, not so much, like, you know, Rocksteady might be, all right, we're happy to work on whatever, like, you know, no, we'll start a new IP, we'll start something fresh, no dramas. But I could see them wanting to compete with 
Marvel Spider-Man. Like DC oh seems like God. a good collection of stories to sort of grab on the way out. Um, and the Lego license, I hope they keep because I want that Lego Halo game. So yeah, bad. Oh, that was so cool. Oh yeah. my god. Well, like this has just hit me. Lego have worked with Xbox before. In what capacity? In Forza, we got the Lego Forza expansion. Huh, we did too. I like I can see them going, "Hey, do you guys want to make like Lego? Can we make like like a Lego um Halo game?" Yeah, that's cool. If you cut off your ties with Mega Blocks or whatever the fuck it is, and we make Halo Lego, that's a deal. Yeah, like, that would be really cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I can't see that. Oh, well, they are announcing all those new sets for Halo Infinite, so that would be interesting. But and, um, and there was uh, a Halo yeah. Mega Blocks game in development a while back. Oh yeah, the one that got like that's under that rug over there in Xbox headquarters. The one no one talks about. No anymore. one talks about. Don't open <laughs> <Yeah>. that door. <laughs> I think some leaked. Got... Sorry, sorry. I was gonna say I think some oh, footage say... leaked of it, and oh, like it? it was just. Oh, I, I think I'm gonna have to check it down. I'll send it your way. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, would you be against? So instead of making a like, it is who, who do the Lego? Who do the Master the Halo ones? Is it Mega Blocks? Yes. Yeah. Would you be against Traveller's Tales? doing a Mega Bloks Halo game instead of a Lego Halo game. Who's Traveller's Tales? They're the guys that make the Lego games. Oh, TT. Is that them? Yeah, Traveller's Tales. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know TT Games was... Like, had a longer... I guess it makes sense. Now you think oh, about yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveller's oh. Tales, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they them- used to do tons of games back in the day, but then they sort of got shoehorned into the Lego. Yeah, them making a Halo game all for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. And they've got like four or five studios. Like it, it wouldn't even yeah. necessarily consume everything. But yeah, I, I, I not only would I be down for it, I would want it. I would love them to retell a trilogy or even tell their own story. Who knows? Yeah. That would be cool. Plenty of I opportunity. Think, uh, I th- yeah. I think like if they retold the trilogy in six chapters each, like they do with the, the Star Wars. Um, yeah. Like they do with the Star Wars Lego games. That would be cool. Oh, and that's another thing. Like, um, um, the Lego Star Wars game is coming out towards the end of the year. That's the one that's like um, the whole saga, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's sort of impacting that at the moment. Like the sale of Warner Brothers games. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think already announced projects would have to be. So the problem is AT&T would want to be paid in advance for it or paid for it still. Like I, I can't imagine buying them will be simple to the point that I don't think even if Microsoft uh, purchased them, like I don't think it would even be ready for July's announcement. Like I'm guessing it would take them six months to make that deal go through. Unless they turn... Unless because AT&T is so desperate to get out of debt and Xbox is like, we've got the money, cash, right here, right now. <laughs> to the back of the trunk. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then, yeah. Like, that could be something. That could be pretty cool. If they, like, could you imagine, like, that would be such a hype moment at the end where they're like, we bought some studios and they're like, da-da-da, da-da-da-da. Oh, we bought one more. We bought one more studio. 
and it's like oh and 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 this is one of the games they're working on and you just see the Batman logo and you see Warner Brothers games and it's like I would lose my shit yeah fuck oh, it, I would lose my mind my brain would fucking melt out of my ears I would oh I would lose it that would be fucking amazing oh if they don't do it now I'm gonna be so upset they just they, <laughs> they, they need to buy them because I don't want Activision or anyone to have them. Oh. I, got, I got one more question before we probably start to wrap up and you can obviously ask anything else as well. My yeah. last thing to bring up is, do you think our expectations are too high? Like, we've, we've had Good them too question. high before. <laughs> I think my expectations are... incredibly high yeah. but only because I have got a like a lot of faith in Xbox right now like I think the thing that like like they've got to smash it out of the park oh yeah Home they've run. had all, all these years to get all this stuff together and like I agree with what people say it's like they're waiting for next gen well this is the time yeah, this is the time. If you've they got, cannot leave it another month. Exactly. If you've got Halo, if you've got Fable, if you've got a price for the fucking thing, I'd love Forza. that. If you've got Forza, if you've got all this stuff, don't wait until next year when they're ready. Fucking drop it now. Just fucking say we got a Halo game holiday. Forza holiday. Like um, next Wars Horizon next year, Fable next year, all these games that like oh this game this is the furthest away. It's probably not gonna be ready for twenty twenty until twenty twenty three, but it's coming. It'd be like fuck, like that would that would be like oh fuck, and I don't want none of this fucking like. It needs to be like I don't want to draw comparisons, but it needs to be like PlayStation Show where it's just game, 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 yeah. game 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 and it needs to be like game gameplay game gameplay game gameplay like like we got no gameplay for spider-man but fuck was i hyped for spider-man that was the that was the game that had the shortest trailer and it had no gameplay and that was the one i walked away going holy absolutely like i've got to buy this console exactly it's like because i played spider-man on ps4 i loved it like i thought that was fucking like amazing like if you guys if they, if they were to like do if they if they had a game where they could just go like oh yeah boom 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 but I feel like if you like all they need to do is drop a Halo gameplay trailer. Well, did like, you see today they announced that this. it's going to be Halo campaign gameplay? Like they've really? confirmed it. Yep. Oh, I need it. That's and the thing. If they be, show me this trailer, oh. not for my sake, I couldn't care less. But it better be proper gameplay <laughs> for their sake. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like, even though we all, like, a lot of people really didn't like Halo 4, like, that Halo 4, like, gameplay reveal, you remember that? When he, like, pops out of the thing and he sees the ball and the ball scans him and flies away and then it moved into the HUD? Yeah. When that happened, the first one was like, holy fuck, like, this is what the game looks like? This isn't the cutscene? Like, what the fuck? I want that feeling again when, like, I would love for that to be, like, you know... Chief coming out of somewhere, cocking a weapon, walking in, turning around, and then we see the Halo. I'd be like, holy fuck, like, this game looks amazing. Like, holy shit, I cannot wait to play it. And I want a cliffhanger at the end. That's what, that's yeah. what'll get me. Especially with only so six high. months to release or four months or whatever. Oh, 
Um, so oh, something interesting. Just while we're talking Halo, just left field. Um, sketch the Halo community manager on Twitter today said that like one of the most requested things during the Halo Three live stream was to bring Halo Five to PC. And he's just like, I can't believe that's like what people want. Everyone tells us the game was bad. <laughs> so that, that that's interesting. They need to do better than Halo think, 5. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even bring myself I mean, to replay that game before Halo 6 is released. I probably will. Only because I did get on to play it not that long ago. And I was playing it and I'm like, oh wow, this, this game feels okay. Plays well, I'm like, yeah. I can't, it's like, 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 why did I... Like, why did we all hate this so much? And then it got to the first cutscene, and I'm like, oh, lock. Okay. I remember now. Great. Awesome. And then Buck says one word, and I'm like, why aren't they letting Nathan Fillion talk more? This is some bullshit. I'm like, awesome. Turn the turn the TV down. I was play the game. But, like, um, <laughs> like, how cool would it be? How, like, would you, <laughs> this would be, like, super mean or super bad. But, um, like, how cool would it be if, it, like, it starts with campaign sort of, like, gameplay and, like, um, it starts with a cutscene and then it, like, transitions to, like, to, like, Locke and, like, Locke's walking around and then you and, Ch- like, Locke and Chief are exiting outside of the ship and then all of a sudden Locke just gets shot in the fucking head and it's just <laughs> Chief. Would that be, like, such an insult? Or do you think people everywhere would just go, yeah, fuck Locke? Like, I feel bad for the guy who plays Locke. Like, it's not like his fault that Locke's actor. so stale. He's yeah. a great actor. I just, like, would that be, like, such a fucking insult? Like, hey, yeah. dude, we need you to come in and voice Locke. Cool, what do you need me to say? I need you to go Ah, I've been shot and that's all we need you to say for the whole game and it's like what motherfucker like why not bulletproof what what are they gonna do with Locke see this seems like a podcast topic as well Halo 5 well look I think theories like what do you think they're gonna do with him um I'll keep it brief because I think we've got one more episode before the event and I think we should talk more yeah but I will say there's two things they can do with Locke in my mind and only two very binary. First one, like you said, they kill him. I don't care if it's in the trailer, the reveal, the first hour of gameplay. I don't fucking care. Just fucking straight through the head. Would that be so insulting if they kill him in the like the, the trailer and then he doesn't show up in the campaign at all? Like, that to me says we couldn't make him work. Here's a reward. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be so upfront. Guy's dead. This is a chief story. And oh there'll still be some people God. upset that it happened in the reveal or whatever, but like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. And they're not going to lose a single sale over it. Oh, no. the actor might not buy a copy, I guess. Um, they may gain some. Who knows? Yeah. The, the other possibility, what would make this game stand out is if they make me like Locke by the end. Like, if they can do it, like, if they can The Last of Us is shit and get me right on board <laughs> to the point oh. where he still carks at the end because it's too risky happening around. But okay. I'm, like, fucking feeling it. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Like, I'm going to talk to you about this after okay. we're done because I want to say something, but I don't want to spoil Last of Us for people. Ah, so, yeah, of course, of course, like, yeah. I'll wait, I'll wait. Um, yeah, I hope. I would be cool with liking Locke. I didn't, I didn't like... It's risky. I hated the way he was... 
Yeah. It's like, I, like, I didn't hate the actor. I don't think no. I hated the character. I just hated how... They presented him awfully. Shit, yeah, how shit he was written. <laughs> like, At the end of the no, day, like, like, just touching on The Last of Us, just briefly, the length of The Last of Us has probably shown us that Halo 5 was too short. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. like, to do what they tried to do in a six-hour campaign that was A, boring, B, uninspired, and C, just short like it needed to be like 20 hours it needed to be a but fucking see, campaign yeah at the time I said I was like this needed to be longer and someone's like shooter campaigns can't be longer than 6 hours I'm like this isn't a shooter this is fucking Halo this yeah. is a space epic this is yep, Star 100%. Wars level space opera I don't give a fuck if I'm playing a first person game for 30 hours like fuck me the camera perspective has got nothing to do with it yeah, like, people are like, well, first-person games can't be that long. Don't let the fact that Call of Duty shoves six-hour campaigns down your throat every few years make you think, oh, campaigns can only be six hours. Like, Halo is not COD. It's not these 100%. fucking shooters. But to it's be fair, own thing. Modern Warfare showed us that a six-hour campaign can be incredible. Yeah, But Halo true. 5 yeah, was, that was not really at that level. No, no, definitely like, not. Like, it was 10% I mean, of what COD was. Also, like... But that's also like comparing Modern Warfare to other Call of Duty campaigns. That thing's a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, a cinematic experience. No, yeah, like... Tell like, me, grandkid about that. I'm never ever going to put like fucking like Halo 3 or Halo 2 up against Modern Warfare because Halo for me wins every time. Absolutely. That's a masterpiece in storytelling. Like, I, like nothing against Modern Warfare. I love that game. I think yeah. it's a, like that campaign's the best we've had in years and I look forward to seeing where it goes. But like, yeah, Halo is... The thing is, like, people need to remember, like, and, like, fuck, even though they really tried to make it COD, like, Halo is not COD. It's never been COD. It never should be COD. Yeah, they it's this barking up oh, the wrong tree awesome with that space one. opera. Yeah, like, it's a space fucking opera. It, like, without Halo, you wouldn't get COD. That's just how Halo is. It's like, Halo shouldn't be following trends. It should be pioneering new ones. That's why I'm or so... Or just doing like, what it does oh. best, honestly. Like... <laughs> See, 343 is now in a situation where they can't play it safe like they should have with 4 and 5. They yeah. have to knock some socks off. Yeah. We should, yeah um, and if they don't... We should write a bit of a list before next week's episode with our wants for Halo Definitely. and for the conference Definitely. as well, I guess. Definitely. And we can talk more about that next week as we should also talk about the uh, Ubisoft... Uh, uh, yes, forward, which definitely. is happening next week. So there you go, people. You got something to look forward to next week. We're going to be talking about Ubisoft Forward. Our thoughts: Was it good? Was it bad? Should there be another one? We'll see. Uh, and of course, what we're uh, really excited for for Halo and just Xbox in general. It feels like the height for Xbox is building. So I'm looking forward to talking more about that. Definitely. Thank you, Jack, for joining me. Thank you very much, Kyle. Always a pleasure. I, I look for, I look forward to these. They're, they're lots of fun. It's it's great to talk. It's good good fun. Couldn't agree more. So, yeah, you guys can find this podcast over on Spotify uh, Friday nights and then uh, two days later on um, YouTube. Uh, last week's episode is not up on YouTube yet because I thought I'd leave it a bit longer, maybe put it up today and then try and get back into some sort of format next week. So sorry about that, but it'll be up very soon. Um, yeah. You got anything else you'd like to say, Jack? Nah, not just excited. Keen. Very, very Good time excited. to be into video games. Not much well, else going right. Joining. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me and thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we'll catch you same time, same place next week. And until next time, may all your games be good ones. Bye, everyone. Catch.